Hello, my dear brothers and sisters. My name is Russ. I would like to share with you a short Easter message. But before we go on, let us open in a word of prayer. Dear Lord, we praise your name and we are so very thankful for your son, Jesus Christ, fully human, fully God. He took on flesh, came to teach us, suffer a horrible death but three days later would rise victoriously, and give each one of us the greatest gift ever given, eternal life with our Lord, Savior, and friend. I ask that the words I have prepared, and the Holy Word of God, give inspiration, hope and be a pleasing aroma to you Lord, and it's in Jesus' precious name I pray, Amen. In this message we will be reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 27 verses 11 to 26. But first, let's look back a few days at the events that have unfolded. Jesus has made his triumphant entry into Bethpage, just outside of Jerusalem. It is Palm Sunday, if you will. He was greeted to the cheers of Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest. Palm branches are waving and line the road along with the coats of the crowd. The people cheered as if they were welcoming a conquering king. Little did they know, he did not come as a political figure, but as the long foretold Messiah. Jesus is anointed at Simon the leper's house. Two days later he would celebrate Passover with his disciples in the historic and beloved upper room, teaching them, and also you and I, the significance of communion, all while the chief priests and the teachers of the law were scheming to arrest Jesus secretly and kill him. Judas has betrayed Jesus. He made a deal with those meaning to kill him, to hand him over for 30 pieces of silver Jesus is arrested, while his disciples deserted him and fled from the scene, as the mob then dragged Jesus to Caiaphas the high priest, for a fake trial, then sending him to Pilate. Let us begin our reading here at verse 11. Meanwhile Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? You have said so. Jesus replied, When he was accused by the chief priests and the elders, he gave no answer. Then Pilate asked him, Don't you hear the testimony they are bringing against you? But Jesus made no reply, not even to a single charge, to the great amazement of the governor. Now it was the governor's custom at the festival to release a prisoner chosen by the crowd. 
At that time they had a well-known prisoner whose name was Jesus Barabbas. So when the crowd had gathered, Pilate asked them, Which one do you want me to release to you, Jesus Barabbas, or Jesus who is called the Messiah? For he knew it was out of self-interest that they had handed Jesus over to him. While Pilate was sitting on the judge's seat, his wife sent him this message, Don't have anything to do with that innocent man, for I have suffered a great deal today in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and to have Jesus executed. Which of the two do you want me to release to you? asked the governor barabbas they answered what shall i do then with jesus who is called the messiah pilate asked they all answered crucify him why what crime has he committed asked pilate but they shouted all the louder crucify him. When Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, but that instead an uproar was starting, he took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. I am innocent of this man's blood. He said, it is your responsibility. All the people answered, his blood is on us and on our children. Then he released Barabbas to them but he had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. Praise be the reading and hearing of God's holy word. So, Jesus Christ was found guilty in a mock trial, although he had never sinned, and Barabbas, a murderer, insurrectionist and sinner was forgiven and set free. Can you see how you and I are in fact, Barabbas, we are sinners, we have not lived righteous lives, we deserve the judgment that Barabbas should have gotten, but Jesus went instead, for us, suffered terribly, and died an unimaginable death. To the world at this time, Jesus's life and ministry may have seemed finished, but victory will come on Monday, as we read from Matthew 28 verses 1 to 10. After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and, going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead me. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, 
who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said, come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples. He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Praise be the word of God. <laughs> Just like Jesus told the disciples, he is victorious over death. Jesus has risen, and he is back. Now I would like to read the final words of Jesus. Listen closely to the account given in Matthew 28 verses 16 to 19. As we read Jesus's final instruction to the church, Yes, that's you and I. This has got to be the most important message God would ever give to us directly. By his only son, standing before his disciples with nail-pierced hands and feet, a hole in his abdomen and his back in shreds. Starting at verse 16 we read, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Praise be the glorious word of God. Our final instructions, go out into all the world and make disciples. He was not only instructing his own disciples, or our pastors, evangelists, and missionaries, but to you and I as well. This doesn't mean we are all called into the ministry but to be witnesses of Jesus Christ everywhere we go, whether that's our workplace, school, the restaurant where we visit or to our family and friends. Tell others what Jesus Christ is doing in your life and be obedient to the last request of Jesus. And if you do not have a relationship with Jesus, Ask him into your heart. Today, it's very easy. Just pray this prayer with me, right now. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner, and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. 
Thank you so much for allowing me to share God's word with you. Let us end in prayer. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this day and your many blessings. Forgive us, Father, when we fail you. Lord, I ask that you would be with each of the concerns we have on our hearts. We ask that you would be with all those that are in harm's way because of war and evil. Thank you so much for this holy week, as we remember Jesus's ultimate sacrifice and Christ's victory over sin and death. It was made in our behalf to save each one of us and give us eternal life. Dear God, we ask that you would increase our faith and make us a better witness in this world. Help us to be in your will, in your way, and in your word this week. And it's in the victorious name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Thank you again. Please share this message with all the people you can.